0: Ownership is all about building on your own success with your own self-discovery. Your life is your business. Take ownership of it. Together, let's unlock the next level of your life. Ownership is here to help lead you without all the noise and distractions. There are hot topics and lessons in life to keep you entertained, gain value, and even some enlightenment all along the way. Ownership is brought to you by Allison Andrews Cantor a certified coach, and business leader with over 20 years of experience under her belt. A battle-born and proven successful entrepreneur, she is on a mission to help individuals take back ownership of their personal life. So are you ready? Let's go. Here she is, your host, Alison Andrews Cantor.
1: ha uh-huh, here we go, let's go. This topic is so So fun. I'm literally clapping under the table because I'm so excited and Jay is rolling his eyes because I'm making all this noise disturbance and it's just irking him and it's so fun to watch him squirm. But anyways, here we are. Ownership Episode six, it's all about dating. Now, let me tell you something. I am a total romantic. I believe in love stories. I believe in love at first sight. I believe in souls reincarnating and finding each other again. I believe in beloved and, oh, I love all of it. I live for it. And the funniest thing is I don't, I'm not like, I don't read romance novels or like, that's not my energy. I'm not going to like, you know, Lilith fair and you know, that's not like, like my energy, but my core and in my heart, I am a fool for romance and I believe in love. And I, be- I believe in the power of that beautiful divine masculine and feminine and them being a mirror for each other in this like deep soul connection that only those two can share and only those two understand. And that to me is glorious. And I crave it. I love it. And I pursue it. I'm here for all of it So, anyways, dating Jay, how are you going to lead after that?
0: Oh, gee whiz! Um, <laughs> I am romantic. Not, I mean, uh, your extreme is like, but my, I'm, I'm romantic. I, I would like to think I'm more, I'm romantic than most. Your average guy, you know, I'm thoughtful. I'm a gentleman. I will treat a lady with respect and kindness, and I'm, I, I, I dig romance. Yes, I occasionally read a romance novel. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I do I know you love your rom-coms, liar. <laughs> I do. You know I what? know you do. You know what? <laughs> I am the biggest. I'll be the, the, the biggest thing. I'm cheesy. I'm sappy. I will dig a rom-com. I will cry and all this stuff. Love actually. You know, you get the little tears and stuff like oh, yeah. that. But it, 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 it's it's good. You need... One of the big things that I think what's lost is you need to have romance in dating. Yeah. And... and, and or have that... Uh, a partner who can be romantic and stuff with like that. Because again, the other person wants to feel like they're appreciated and wanted and desired just as much. I want to feel like I'm uh, desired and romanticized and all this other stuff. That's so, yeah. huge.
1: You have to know you're wanted by your partner. I mean, let's just start there. If you're not wanted by your partner, forget it all. It's like a bad domino effect. Boom, boom, boom. They all fall.
0: But how do we find a partner in this wonderful world Oof. we are living in right now? And, the throes of social media yeah. and all that other stuff. How do we find a partner? How do we find somebody that is our equal? <laughs> I'm laughing <laughs> there's, there's already. A lot of, trauma.
1: Dude, tell me you have trauma without having trauma. Tell me you have <laughs> issues without telling me you have issues. I laugh to just, you know, to let a little of my anxiety out. A little giggle. Woof.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of laughing in this episode, <sighs> only because we're talking about a topic that... that you and I both can relate with, with how difficult dating can be and how it should not be this difficult. Oof.
1: Um, yes. So I, I like poetic love. It's different than romance. Romance can be, you know, flowers dancing in the parking lot in the rain. I love all that too. I want that too, but I want poetic love. I want like soul identification love. Like where my soul sees your soul on a deep vulnerable level where I've seen you so raw that only I've seen that. And together we're stronger because you've seen me there. I've seen you there. I crave that stuff. Like I'm the person that's like, tell me, all your deep, dark, everything, like just dump it all in front of me and let me sift through it. And I will love you more because of all of that, you know? So I don't know with that, it's kind of incestable when it comes to the, that driver of wanting to know somebody and truly know somebody. And I think that's what's lacking in today's world somewhat because of apps and websites and all these things is people are... Are we actually dating to date or are we dating to hook up? Are we dating to actually find a person that because we actually are open and really wanting union and marriage, or are we dating because we're bored and we just want somebody to hang out and travel and do things with, and, you know, get into like a little routine of playing nest and home with, and, you know, sex.
0: Dating with purpose. Yeah. Yeah dating with purpose with the fact that you are seriously looking to find someone who is your equal, who is your partner. Oof,
1: That's a hard one for me, Jay.
0: Whether that's someone that's your equal or just, or yeah. what?
1: where are you? Please come find me. I'm actually convinced he will find me. I have this whole theory on this. I'm not looking for him. He'll find me when he's ready. I'm out. <laughs> I'm not seeking anymore. I'm just Hanging out.
0: You're just you're just you're just, you're just doing you. But I'm see, just doing me. But see, that's that, that's one of the things that people don't realize in dating is that you have sometimes that people we call relationship hoppers that will get out of relationship, Mm-mm. and the next thing you know, they're in another relationship. Mm. There is a time that you, after a relationship ends, you should take it upon yourself to take a moment to take a break and sit back and go, is there some soul, some self reflecting I need to do? What didn't work? What didn't? I mean, and, and take the time to heal from that previous relationship, from that heartbreak, from that heartache, so that you can be the next best version of yourself for the person that potentially comes into your life and could be the one.
1: So what I'm hearing from you is that's, that's like a committed dating. Like we are officially boyfriend and girlfriend, but what about like, for example, I'm really comfortable in this space. Not that I'm actively doing this at all, but replaying my life a little bit here. I'm very comfortable going out and having dinner or drinks with somebody that I met because there was an attraction or whatever, or they had the guts to approach me and actually say, I like you. I want you, I'm interested in you. Let me take you to dinner. And I go, thank you for that confidence. It's so respectful. I'm going to honor you just because of that. Let's go to dinner. Um, But I'll have dinner with anyone. I love talking to people, but I have no problem doing that and leaving it there. Does that make sense? I don't I don't have to go past that stage. And I feel like there's a lot of people that immediately assume that if you do one of those things, there's other things that come with it. And there's a certain frequency. And after a certain frequency, there's a default exchange. It's like very transactionary um, or transactional, I should say. And I, I'm i not that person. And I find that... Um, I find that to be a conflict with the dating landscape right now.
0: Well, you're an exception to the rule. Because again, one, do you know have any... I know this is where I'm going to stand on my soapbox for a real hot second here. It is very difficult nowadays. And this is why Tinder, Bumble, Gross. Hinge, Gross.
1: Match... Delete them all, everybody. They're <laughs>
0: worthless. This is why all these dating apps have created... It's <laughs> almost created a hookup culture, but it, it, is, it has been easier for... for single people to find somebody outside of their own social circle, because you know what? It is difficult to go into a bar and try to, 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 to talk to, or just go up to a random stranger and go, Hey, I think you're very attractive. Would you like me to buy a drink without someone just immediately shutting you down? And so it's like, it's like one, as a guy, we have to take the courage to go, okay, this one woman's really attractive. How do I do this without sounding like a complete douche and how do I try to be witty enough that this person will then want to like talk to me and possibly develop something besides that? Whereas you are on the other hand, you're like, yeah, we can go out to dinner. We can talk and stuff like that. But I
1: mean- I'm not drinking a lot right now and I'm not in bars, but we'll go with that. I prefer, I, you know, it's really funny you say this. The first thing that came to my mind is what about airports? I love airports. I think that is like the best place because you literally have people from everywhere going, doing whatever they're going to do. Um, I just like that energy. But anyways, I've definitely had cr- airport crushes where I've been sitting, having my coffee, waiting to board a flight and I lock eyes with somebody and we have like, you know, the little eye exchange and you feel that energy or whatever. And they've come over and said, you know, I'm so-and-so I'm traveling here. What are you doing business? Okay. Whatever, whatever. And we have a conversation and it's, it might just stay right there. That was it. It doesn't have to go past anything if unless it's meant to go past something. Um, there's no agenda, I guess, is what I'm saying. It's just open to conversation and knowing people. And I collect moments and I collect relationships. I, I love knowing people. I love hearing people's stories and I'm not afraid of it. But I also deeply, deeply respect and know for myself in the dating landscape that I, I respect the man who can come over and say, I have to know you. I have to know you. You might not want my drink and I probably wouldn't take it, but I have to know you. And I want, what is your name? Where'd you come from? You know, tell me your story. That to me is like, okay, cool. I got it. I want to hear yours now. I want to know your story. Now it might end right there, but God, that was a sure fun 10 minutes. And I'm going to text all my girlfriends and tell them about, you know, what just happened trying to board my flight to JFK because that was a riot.
0: But does that really have to be 10 minutes? And I, th- I think that, I mean, you, you bring up a good point. You know, it, could, it could, could just be that that moment and you're just in that moment you're living in that moment. But, you know, it's just it's, it's we are humans. And part of us, besides having children and whatnot, is to have a partner. Is to, I agree. Is, is to have that connection on not just an intimate label or a physical scale. That you have just a deep willingness connection. I look at my parents, and they've been married for fifty years. I, I love mean,
1: them. I, I wanted that to be my story so bad. It's like so, so did I. I and think that is so beautiful.
0: I was divorced after a year and a half. After oh yeah, about a year and a half. And so it's, it's 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 I want that story as well too. But again, it, it may not be timing. We come timing is a whole nother thing like this. But it's one of these things is that. I looked at dating after marriage or dating after a long-term relationship is, is how, how do you do it? How do you, how do you date after someone you were married for a long time? Yeah. I was married for a year and a half. And so it's like, it's like, how do you do that? But give me your thoughts on how, and how someone can move forward after being in either a long-term relationship or being divorced and now having to see themselves as being single again and navigate the dating deep end of the dating pool?
1: I think you have to know yourself, first of all. And it goes back to something I say all the time. No one is coming to rescue you. (laughs) And until you get that, you will have failed relationship after failed relationship after failed relationship, and your wellness of your life will be pretty low. Um, You have to take ownership over yourself. So What is the driver of seeking out this partner, this person? Is it because you're horny? Okay. I mean, it's a real thing. I know you're dying, but I mean, it's a real thing. Okay, is that the driver? Okay, acknowledge it, address it, see it for what it is, but then know that your actions probably are not going to be your best serving because that's the driver. So with that being said, you might settle for something that you shouldn't be with. We all know that, right? You might do something that you later regret because that's not your character of what you want to be. Whatever the situation is, you have to address it, right? So, okay, why are you looking for this partner? If it's not sex, is it babies? Are you looking to have kids, that's a whole different conversation. And right now, a lot of people don't want that. And and they don't want marriage. And they don't want that construct in the world. And that's not where they're at. So is that congruent with the dating landscape? What is the driver and why do you need a partner? You know, what are you looking for? Um, again, are you filling a gap? Or are you looking just to enhance what you've already have in your life? Are you looking for something like in my situation, I've had the most beautiful wedding I could ever dream of. Ridiculous wedding. I would never do that again. A, don't spend your money on a wedding like I did. Don't do it. I loved it. I write about it in the book. It was glorious, but don't do that. Just take your money and go buy a house or buy an investment property with it. Go on a great trip to Europe. But anyways, um, glorious party. But I had the home. I, I had the kids. I had the dog. I did check, 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 check. Those aren't drivers for me anymore, and what's actually really interesting is I've also I I'm not in a place that, to have more kids. I don't want that. That chapter's closed. I'm very satisfied. My my home is filled there. So the landscape for me is completely different. I'm looking for an individual that complements and is my masculine mirror, mirror to my feminine. And I'm very clear on that. I want somebody that I and proud of that I'm maybe even slightly intimidated by. That's a good feeling for me personally. Um, when you are a strong female, that's confident, successful, the dating pool and landscape gets very small, very fast, and it gets very empty, very fast. And it becomes like a little Island a little bit in, in a great way, but also in a negative way. So you have to be even more shrewd and more discerning on what, you're spending your time with. And again, what are those drivers? Are you looking for a quick fix? Are you looking for somebody that you could have a long time haul with, a future with? And what is that future? I mean, I think everybody should do their own introspective, not dream board, but you know, what does that look like for you? And be very clear on it. I'm very clear on it. I know my man. The funny thing is I know when he walks in, I'll know it's him before he probably knows it's him. It's crazy. I'm that confident on what I know is my energy mirrored back at me, but in the masculine sense, and it is phenomenal. And I'm willing at this point and content enough in my life and aware that I have everything I need in my realm of control, okay. So like I said, I'm not out there hunting or seeking. I'm doing what I'm doing and he'll find me when he's ready. But not everybody is that in that place. Not everybody's comfortable being in it because it is a very uncomfortable thing. That's talking about having literally no control. I'm not driving anything here. And I'm okay with that right now because I used to drive it all.
0: Uh, You you bring up some very good points. It's, 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 I don't like to see it as a list, but I I call it my non-negotiables. Sure. Everybody should have those. I'll I'll be the first one to tell you. I've raised, as we know, Ryan's 17 years old, my son, and I'm not looking to have any more babies. And so it's like, how, how how young do I go when I'm looking to find a partner? Because you get into the women that are in their mid thirties.
1: I'm going to shut you down for a second, Mm -hmm. Mr. Brown, Mr. Brown, how low do you go? How about how high do you go?
0: Oh, um, I've gone. You got to be
1: fair. Well, I'm no, telling I, you, I think women get better I, with age. Myself, well,
0: I, I wouldn't. I, you're not going to hear me disagree whatsoever. I, if we need to discuss this, my that's I a whole
1: other topic. It's a whole other topic. Older or younger people. But and, the thing is, is
0: I, I've dated older. I I'm, I was engaged at one point in time. My ex fiance was six years older than I was.
1: Hmm. And okay. so
0: again, I have. I have. I, I don't think you should ever, ever.
1: But there are people who do that. Oh yeah. And especially men sometimes think that women like myself, we have too much. We come with too much stuff. We know too much. We've done too much. We are too much. Great. Love it. Um, so they think that going younger is going to eliminate those things. But what they forget is if a woman, let's say, for example, if you're in your 50s and you're dating a woman in her 20s, if you don't think she has any stuff, you're you're lying to yourself. Because the fact that a 20-year-old would be with a 50-year-old says she has some issues there. There's some parental oh, trauma some, going on.
0: Some daddy issues there.
1: Yeah, because she, trust me, she'd rather have the 20-year-old college boy that she goes out surfing with and hangs out with at parties than the 50-year-old. Let's be real.
0: Yeah, but again, what I was, the point that I was trying to make is is that is that for me with regards to non negotiables is like there there are especially with myself. It's like I'm not willing to have any more children, and so yeah. it's like if you date, I, I give myself a wide age range. But if you start hitting that mid to late thirties, there are still women in their mid to late thirties who have, are single and have not had children that do want to, and I'm like. I'm sorry, I've already done that. He's getting ready to go off to college and I don't want to go back to you know, diapers and babysitters and, and stuff like that. So it, it's one of those things where you have to really-
1: This is hard for our age bracket that we're in yes. because you're dealing with now, um, which is awesome, women who have had careers and didn't make family and marriage- you know, like, okay, I turned 25, let's move into this space. They kept going with their career, which I love it. Go girls. I get it. Um, But then with science and just with the fact that we're all living longer and we're biohacking and we're into regenerative medicine and optimal health, we can have kids later than, what was previously done. But then you have the counterpart of the co-parent, right? The other partner who maybe doesn't want to do that at, in their forties or fifties.
0: And, but this, this all ties into another big thing is, is like, yeah, cause I mean, if I think of it this way, I'm two and a half months shy of being 45. I have a baby within the next year. I will be eligible for social security when that child turns 18. <laughs> I don't want
1: to be, in, Daddy. I don't want to be
0: going to the high school graduation with my little no. large scooter.
1: Oh my gosh. But, but this no. brings up a
0: very good point. Dating with children.
1: Yeah. I
0: am a full-time single dad. Yeah. You are a single mom with three children. How do we find partners that are going to be okay with a, not having any more children and b? Being a, and I hate using this term because I just, I just don't like it. Step parent, I, I really do not like it. You I know think- what, my
1: kids. So in my relationship, if you listen to the last episode, episode five, I want to share this because my kids are brilliant. Of course, I'd say that I'm biased, but they really are. My eldest daughter was struggling with what to call her sister's dad because I have two different dads in my life. That's part of my story. Listen to the last episode. Anyways, read the book. Anyways, uh, Bentley came up with the name Bonus Daddy. And she uses the name Bonus Daddy because it is a dad. It's not necessarily her dad. But his role and his masculine figure in their life as a whole, in our weird family dynamic, is he is the role of a dad. So he's like a bonus dad. And I found it to be so loving, supportive, encouraging. And I rolled with it. Um, At first, I was kind of thrown by it, to be quite honest. But now that I've sat with it, it's like the perfect way. So we call it bonus daddy. But I, I hear you. And the ownership over dating in this landscape is, okay. so we are coming from one vantage point, okay, Jay. We have this one outlook we've been married before. We've done the dance. We have kids. Now we're back in this dating landscape and it's just, you know, it's like the wild, wild West. You got apps, you got rings. I mean, we both, we did a case study, by the way, we bought these pair rings and me, ring. in preparation for this it's such a joke. Anyways, you have to <laughs> censor that, but anyways, um, Such a joke. You wear these little rings and it's a cool concept. And I totally love that the creators created this. I think it's really fun. I mean, I bought it for God's sake. So obviously I saw the value in it. But again, going back to how we even intro this, it has to have where people have enough guts and grit to risk failure of being denied. Rejection. Rejection to go up and be like, hey, you're wearing a pair ring. I'm also single. Can we talk?
0: I think the concept was fantastic. Was the fact that if you're wearing your pairing, and if you haven't seen this, you probably have this. If you're on any sort of dating website, you'll probably see it. it's an Instagram thing. And they actually have a really cool thing. It's the biggest social experiment because te- technically it it's is. really cool. But the thing was is that you know the, the the ring gives you an idea of going, hey, this person is single, so they're open. The, the keyword is they're they're open to yeah. having somebody, a complete stranger that is also wearing their pairing, come up to them and talk to them and go, hey,
1: initiate, initiate a, a conversation yeah.
0: with the slight fear of rejection because we're all afraid we're going to get rejected. But there's there's I'm a, not. Okay, well, <laughs> I
1: don't even care, woman.
0: Okay, <laughs> no, but okay, I
1: mean like okay, okay, my only regret in this life, seriously, How many this is times true. Have ownership. have been
0: rejected by a man. I uh, oh, no. actually no, yeah, no, a couple. A couple. A couple? A couple. Okay. And
1: they, I'm a romantic and they hurt. They still okay. hurt. Okay. That's I can fine. cry over them. Put on the old Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. I'll start bawling and go into like, you know, love <laughs> put, emo put mode. Your, put
0: your big, your big gumpy sweatshirt on. Yeah, and like totally.
1: That. I'll totally but go down. But guy,
0: do you know what it is for us to to just be vulnerable? And I swear to God, it's a sense of vulnerability to go up to a random woman who, again, is probably incredibly attractive, and and take that chance of them looking at you. And I've had it happen to me before. It just it sucks. This is PB, circa two thousand five, two thousand four. It's, <laughs> it's PB.
1: Uh, yeah, but you yeah. go up
0: to a woman and you go, I think you're really attractive. Can I buy you a drink? And you get the.
1: You can't see right no. now, but he's like rolling his eyes yeah. like a
0: girl, and it's, it's, he it,
1: almost it, did like a hair flip. Yeah, it's like
0: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna flip my hair, and you're and, and you're and you're looking down, at, and, and the, you get the look down look, and you're just going. Well, all right, fine. Maybe I dodged a bullet with that one. But again, it's still that, okay, now you have to pick yourself up by your bootstraps and go, okay, let's, how do I do, how do I then find the vulnerability to do this again? Because you're like, I got shut down. Yeah, but a lot.
1: but you know, okay. Yeah, that sucks. I get it. It's sad, but here's the deal. Going back to my only regrets I've ever had in this life were the shots I didn't take. I don't regret pretty much anything except for the times and opportunities that I missed an opportunity because I second guessed myself or I didn't do an action that my gut, okay, was telling me to do or to try regardless of outcome. Those are the only things in this life that kind of haunt me, especially, and sometimes some of the clothing I never bought that I wish I would have bought. They haunt, that haunts me too. But anyways, that's, that's a other topic. But You have to have reward. You have to take risk and you have to own that. Just like in business, ownership in business, in our personal life, this is, it's all coming back to what we're talking about here. In business, we are willing to go ask for something and call and cold call and ask for somebody to pay us for whatever it is we're slinging on the other end of the line. In our personal life, we need to get that same bravado somewhat and just know that everybody has free will. How much do you need to be told, I like you, I want you, I'm open to you, for you to walk through that door? Do you know what I'm saying? How much do we need to lay a foundation of cohesion and I want you and I'm open and and satiate that before someone just says you know what I like you I'm interested in you I have to talk to you and I want to initiate something and if it goes nowhere it goes nowhere but at least I went for it.
0: Oh, I totally get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying and I totally agree with what you're saying because I've been that person that's like again I told this to my son who's now starting to, you know, show a tremendous interest in girls.
1: He's 17. Watch out in your house. Yeah.
0: And and so it's like it's like it's like, well he's like, Dad, I I just go ask her out. Yeah. Because again, you don't know if you get rejected, that's fine. I said, I, I told him I had this conversation. We were driving in the car. I said, you'll never guess how many times I've been rejected. But it's, the thing is is that one time you may not get it and that's that's where you you start. But every single moment when it comes to dating there is going to be a moment where Someone likes you, it's not reciprocated on your end, or you like someone that's not reciprocated on their end. And there's that, that, that that's a dull teen. It it is. But again, when I liken it to the vulnerability and God therapy has helped me a lot with this, but the ability to just to shed that armor and go, Hey, I'm going to step side outside my complete comfort zone and I'm going to shoot my shot. Yes, it can be daunting. It can seem scary. It can seem all that stuff. But unless you do it, you'll never know. And so I, I'm with you on that. But when you're when you're 22 and 23 and 24, do you really understand the concept that two, a sub 40 something and a plus 40 something really understand at this point in our lives?
1: No, and that's the other thing. Okay, so when you're talking about like younger folks, younger people who are using apps. And
0: well, don't even, don't even, don't even go to the younger people that are okay. using apps because, because let's, let's be honest. Did you use Tinder or Hinge or Bumble at any point in time? Once. Okay, and how'd it go?
1: I ended up with a baby and <laughs> <in> a relationship <laughs> that was ten months, and I said I'm deleting all of them and going off all of them.
0: We've come into a world now where modern technology, and I'm going to hold this up that, that our phones can easily connect us with people, not just via text or whatever, but now we've had we have the ability to use apps to find a person, Tinder, Bumble, Hinge. Now, there's a good part about this because I think that it connects me with people outside of my own social circle, outside of, hey, I've got a friend I wanna hook you up with or whatever, and it may allow me to find people that I may not necessarily come across in going to the grocery store. I think that's
1: a lost leader. I think that's like Walmart saying come in for the $79 TV and then you find out it's not $79. I think that's the whole platform that they use to justify why these are powerful and they're absolutely not.
0: I respectfully disagree. That's okay.
1: I, that's why uh, do we know do why? this together because do you know if you why? agreed with everything, it wouldn't be interesting exactly. to listen to.
0: But do you know why I respectfully disagree with Tell that? Tell me why. Because I've had several successful relationships. That have started on a dating app that I okay. met this person and including my last relationship, I met this person on Tinder and it turned, into, it turned into a really good relationship. Okay. You know, and so there's, there's, there's things, of course things happen and you, you break up for your own Let reasons. me ask you this though. It.
1: So for, I, I maybe jumped the gun there on you and I apologize is it because of your work and your environment that you are kind of in an isolated bubble geographically? Because see, I'm out and about, so I don't feel like I'm landlocked, so to speak, um, that I'm around people, I'm around different environments, I'm around different areas. So I don't feel like I'm always in the same circumference Thirty days out of the month, you know what I'm saying. So I don't have that drive. Do you feel like then it's actually accurate? Yeah, I, okay. I,
0: guess, I guess I guess you can say that because because what, uh, what what I do is as a TV producer, a lot of my stuff is is like, again this is one time as your producer, you see me on a podcast. But a lot of the stuff I do for you is behind the scenes. It's it's yeah. it's in a it's in a small mm-hmm. little space where I'm editing stuff and I'm 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 doing my 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 thing.
1: Okay, so for people that aren't you know getting out there, this has been that is. Actually, true. That is helpful, and
0: and it is. And you have to understand too: is is the the coworkers that I work with aren't aren't my age. They're 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 older people that have been in the uh, working in the the business that I've been. When I was working in news, it could be easier to for me to have found somebody because a lot of us went out for drinks after a newscast or whatever. We were like, "Hey, let's go to the local bar," and there's. You're, you're there with your coworkers and your friends, and then you yeah. you're, you're, have the ability to meet sure. random people. I but, just
1: feel like the apps, you know, regardless of, okay, great, okay, so yes, you get this access to people you're otherwise not going to get access to. But at the end of the day, it's hard to... I mean, we know this. People are getting catfished. It's hard to actually know that person because you're not energetically connecting with them. You're not feeling them. You're not picking up their vibe. You're not observing them. You're not interacting with them in a social setting or the grocery store or a yoga class. You're looking at what they are marketing themselves as.
0: Okay, correct. But this is where as a gentleman and as an older man, I think it is important for you to just... Stop interfacing on the app. When I when I connect with somebody, I'll be like, "Hey, how about a phone call? Let's exchange yeah. numbers." Because the thing is, I want to make be,
1: a personal connection. I want to make
0: a personal connection, but I also want to see that I am have my points where I'm witty and I can be funny. I want to see if somebody else can 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 banter. Can, Yes. Banter is incredibly deep. I want to see if somebody can pick up on that and then throw it back at me and be like, okay, if you can do that, let's volley. Then let's you know what? This yeah. is good stuff. Let's have an hour conversation. I don't even put a time limit. Yeah. When you need to go, you need to go, or the conversation is on. Then at the end of that conversation, you're making a point to say, let's go on a date. Let's go next Wednesday, sure. let's go out and grab a drink and see if if physically
1: when there's something there. There's something there's a there.
0: Spark. There's a spark there. There's some sort of chemistry there. So that if that's the case, then that's, you know, a couple days from now, let's go on another date. And that, that's your process of dating. But I think what... what there's
1: no magic to this. See, this there's is not. my conflict. There's no magic. It's so preordained. It's so commercialized. It's so manufactured. It's, you know, let me do a horse and pony show of how I want you to see me in this version of me. Then let's have that conversation. Then let's meet. And then from there, where does it go? I, I just am so, it's so lackluster to me. It does, it has no bravado or romance or authenticity to me that I think I'm just so, I just don't find that at at this point for me at even exciting, I find it overwhelming.
0: It can be, and that's why people are like, "I'm going on for a week, and they end up getting off." I've done that too. I've been on for like a week. I'm like, "This is just too tiresome, and I'm done." But the thing is, is that, is that what you said with everything that you just said? You have to realize that in any sort of thing, there is a certain degree of effort you need to put in. Oh,
1: for sure, effort so, goes everywhere. So,
0: so, effort in me reaching out and saying, "Hey, let's have a phone call." Effort mean going, hey, at the end of that phone call, let's make a date. There's effort there. So yeah. when, when it comes to dating, I think that's the problem with dating nowadays is people do not put effort into dating. If you're not going to put effort into dating, how are you going to find somebody? How are you going to find someone that is going to equally put that amount of effort into your relationship? Well, whatever degree you're in, how are you going to find that?
1: Jay, maybe that's why I don't like the apps. I really think the reason why I'm kind of archaic here and going old school and waiting for him to come out and find me and say, yo, that one, ding, 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 ding. She's that, that I'm all in there. I don't even need to know anything. That's the one, that kind of conviction, that, that effort
0: is everything. And that's, and that's the thing is, is that, is that dating apps have been a good thing. And they've also been a bad thing because there are some dudes that will put in minimal effort. There's a reason why I don't put anything on my profile because I want you to ask questions. Well, why don't you have anything on my profile? Well, ask me a question about me and I'll be, I I put pictures on there and be like, Hey, this is me. This is me. This is me. Ask me questions. Ask me like, what? Yeah. I'll put a picture of me and, and my son at a baseball game. Sure. Do you like going to Padres games? I love going to baseball. Okay. Are you
1: be- conversation
0: it's, starters? It's, it's it's you have to put in that effort. And there's a lot of guys that are doing one thing. So, and, and, and this is women too, do it too. It's it's created a hookup culture where you are just no, meeting with. They
1: hate me. I'm well, I feel I miserably there. I'm out.
0: But there are some people out there that are just using it to hook up. And there are, it's not only just men, but it's women as well, too. It's a, it's, yeah, it, it's sure. a two way street. Oh, for sure, for
1: sure some of those girlfriends are my girlfriends and I love listening to their stories. I actually live for them. I look forward to, um, what happened this week and what, what, what went down and who they are. And sometimes they share photos with me, which is very considerate and lovely, but, um, Isn't that terrible? Anyways, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh my God, cheap thrills. Okay, cause, cause cheap want, thrills over here, everybody. You want, you want
0: to hear the dirty is what, is what you're saying, right? You want to hear all the deets about what what, what no, going on? No, just
1: because it honestly, really what it is, is A, I want to make sure they're okay and safe and I want to know what they're up to and who what's going on. But also it, it honestly acts as kind of like a reminder of why I'm not on the apps and why I'm not subjecting myself to that because it's just, I'm not interested. I have no no drive for any of it. I just don't. I feel very... Content where I'm currently at now. That's is we're in the present right now, right? But here's the funny thing. So besides the apps, there's something that's having a big resurgence right now, and I bring it up because next week I actually am going for it. I was asked, invited, and I thought, what the heck? Why not? Let's do it. So matchmaking, an actual matchmaker.
0: Are you gonna do the cool like? Hold on, let me do my pose. My cool. My name is Jay, and if you want a good no, no, not TV.
1: this is oh, it's not. No the, producer, the, 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 take your producer out. Literally, TV dating. Okay, so, um, this happens in lots of cultures, you know, and, and a lot of cultures like do Jew- Jewish folks and you know they'll use matchmakers. I mean, it, it's a real this is this is nothing new. This is a time tested, well, like,
0: like in the Hindi, hindi culture, yes, and, okay, yes,
1: and, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, <laughs> I was asked if I would be interested and want to go to the moment where all the women come to meet this matchmaker. And I've never done this, so I'm shooting from the hip. We'll have to report back. But she essentially interviews you, asks you about yourself, gets to like get your energy, get a feel from you, figure out who you are, what you're looking for. And by default of connections and human value... In her Rolodex of men and other people, and I've done this myself, I've been responsible, I don't know if you know this, for three marriages. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of... Bravo. Yeah. Bravo. Good job. I'm Good really on go- you. Well, it's just because I know a lot of people and I can literally be like, oh my gosh, this person energetically and this person, they would be such a lovely compliment. They need to at least know each other. And then, hey, it happened to be marriages. Um, one was my my best friend and that was at a bar actually. And with the guy sitting next to me isn't that funny, wow. but anyways, yeah, that was a long time ago. We don't sit in bar culture like that anymore, but anyways, um, yeah, so I'm going to experience an old school matchmaking moment where I'm not, I'm going in with absolutely no expectation, but I'm very curious and I find it really intriguing to have somebody just know me and know if there is somebody out there, that would be that, like I said, that mere masculine reflection of what is the compliment to me. And that, that input is just fascinating. I just, I'm, I can't wait to see what comes of this, to be honest.
0: Now, is this good for you in a situation where you're like, I'm not wanting to date? So that, I mean, I understand that this person asked no, don't you. Don't,
1: don't, don't, don't confuse me. I, I want to date. I am not dating in the current landscape because that is not for me.
0: And when you say the current landscape, you're talking about- I'm not pro- So- You're not proactively out there searching for your-
1: I went on a date a couple days ago and it was lovely. And I had a lovely time with that person. But, but it, we're still talking. But the thing is, is that person pursued me. That person was a, literally at an event- They came up to me, they talked to me, they asked for my number. We talked the next day, we ended up having dinner and it was lovely and we'll see where it goes. But it was in that construct of them initiating driving and um, yeah.
0: Okay. So I, so I, I understand what you're saying. So old school matchmaker, Allison's going to sit down with a matchmaker, (laughs) see if this works. It's, no. not, it's not speed dating I'm, or anything you know no, like that, no, right?
1: No, 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 no. No, I you actually don't interact with uh, guys. It's just girls hanging out with girls. I love hanging out with girls. I'll do it all day long. It's my favorite place to be.
0: My dude brain went somewhere. I'm just going to leave it alone.
1: Oh no, we're <laughs> but, talking no, about dating. We You're are. in the trenches. I know. You're we are. in the gutter. So, Get out of it.
0: Let's let's let's. Uh, I want to go back to dating with kids for a hot second here because we have talked about we've talked about you know um, having kids and, and wanting to find a partner that wants to have kids, mm. but. Dating with kids. Mm. So one of these things it, now, it is a big trigger for me because of in previous relationships, I, it was stigmatized in a way that I did not appreciate. And so when somebody says this to me, I can sometimes, if I'm not careful,
1: I think I know where you're going with this. Where
0: am I going with this?
1: Oh, I don't date people that have kids. No, you're a st- You're a dad. Do you have time to date me?
0: I am. Yeah, that, that's pretty is much. Is that where you're going? I, I, g- be, I knew
1: it was going to go one of those I ways. I want to
0: be a priority.
1: Ah, And
0: so, or, or I'm not feeling like a pri- I'm a priority. So oh. the, one of the, the things that I've always said is, that, especially when it comes to dating, any, any single parent right now who is is trying to date or is a dating is always going to have to go through this. Well, I want to feel like a priority. Guys, we don't necessarily say it to women, but women are the first ones to say it. And I want to generalize, but I am a little bit, but women are the first ones to say it to men. Because I'll be the first one to tell you that when my son was younger, he's not feeling well. Sorry, my plans have, my, my plans have changed. I got to cancel our date. I don't like canceling dates. I don't. Yeah. But again- I think
1: that's why it's, it's nice to date other parents because they understand that and you don't have to have that learning curve. And a lot of people are not willing to have that. So I think that's one of the- The benefits of if you are a single parent, um, dating people who are also parents.
0: But for, for my, for my own specific, I didn't date single parents. I just, I don't know why I didn't. It just wasn't one of my things, but, um, the thing was is that, is that if you're going to come into my life, my son, even though now he's older, but when he's younger, he's still, he's a wonderful child mm-hmm. and you have to understand that I'm juggling not only being a full-time single parent where I, again, we talked in co-parenting that my, my ex-wife is not involved, but I'm also trying to be a full-time boyfriend as well too. So I was always looking for somebody that was going to be understanding hmm. because if I'm going to be patient and understanding I'm expecting the smallest amount of understandingness, let alone the smallest amount of grace. Why does have to grace? be the
1: smallest? And you know, that's the other thing. Like why, I don't know. I It's so simple to me, but I live, I guess, in my little poetic romantic land. But you know, for the right person, all these little things, they're never issues. <laughs> they're not. If that's the person you want to spend time with, you'll find the time. You'll make it work. That's one of the things that, for me, is part of alignment with your gut, is if it's challenging or every time you make plans, they have to get canceled because the kids or something comes up. That's just, in my opinion, the universe and things just kind of throwing you snowballs, snowball saying, you know, this ain't the one. Don't, you know, you probably shouldn't be putting your eggs in this basket. This, this isn't the match. This isn't the connection. And whatever reason you're down that path, whether lust, intrigue, boredom, whatever reason you're being motivated, that's the universe, in my opinion, saying to you, mm, you might want to reevaluate this one. Because I'll tell you what, if you, if you are with the person that lights your heart on fire and is consuming your thoughts and you cannot wait to be in the same space as them, first of all, it doesn't matter if you're in a parking lot. You don't need to be having a dinner with the most beautiful bottle of champagne. Trust me, I love that too. But that person, you and that person could be put anywhere in the world in any environment and it doesn't change your interaction or how that person makes you feel. So that's another really big indicator of taking ownership of dating for me is if you need those stimulants like, oh, but he took me to, you know, the Michelin Star restaurant, and I got to eat the meal I wanted with the alcohol I wanted with the da, da 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 da. And you need all that injection into the two of you to make it interesting or intriguing or bring you back for more, it's already a no in my world. And I'm okay with that. A lot of people aren't. I'd rather go personally.
0: Would you call it the superficial stuff?
1: It doesn't even have to, yeah, in that con in, in that scenario I just gave, absolutely. Um, but it could also just be like, I know from observing and just watching this, it could also be like the date always has to be some activity, some thing, not just being together
0: has to be an event.
1: Correct. That also is a really good indicator that you actually can't, if you can't sit with that person. And enjoy yourself. And
0: just stop. be. Stop. Yeah. If you just, just can't stop. Sit and be. You have
1: a wrong driver. It's the wrong driver that's pushing you. And even if you don't, you're not aware of it, it's the wrong thing. And I really don't like, I don't like people being used. I just don't like that. I don't like people who are comfortable using people. I don't, I just don't think that's fair. I just don't. I really have a problem with it. So I think the best thing you can do is if you are out on one of those dinner dates and it is beautiful, but you realize that the conversation is stagnating or they're not meeting you um, intelligently at the same level in conversation or even just their vantage point of the world is not congruent with yours. Call it, be an adult, be fair to them and be fair to yourself.
0: Don't waste your time or don't waste their time.
1: Yeah, I'm really not into that. I I like clarity and I like consistency, but I really live for clarity. I wanna know. I want to know where I stand. I want to know where you're leaning. Um, And maybe that comes down to the fact that I'm busy and I have a nice life and I have other places my time can be. And my time is a huge value. Let me tell you something. If I'm hiring a babysitter to go on a date with you, I think there is value there. I don't do that, you know? So right there, I want to validate that I made the right decision and there is actual value there. And if it's not, it's done. There will never be a second dinner date. It's just time is money.
0: So that brings you to a very good question I want to ask you here. What are the do's and don'ts Oof. of dating because, we. because I mean, there I are, mean,
1: <laughs> are we the best ones to actually give that? I don't know. I, you know, I, I'm I not, can talk about ownership of yourself and dating. I, I, and that's what you should,
0: that's what I'm, what I'm saying is, is, is that, there, well, there are do's and don'ts, but mm-hmm. again, again, the do's and don'ts come with the ownership of your own self. They Correct. don't come with, with, you know, we're, we're giving you a laundry list of things that you should abide by. we I think what you're, what we're trying to get at is what are the do's and don'ts when it comes to to how you should take ownership and go, hey, do you really think it's a smart idea to sleep with this person on the first date? No, But again, so what are those ownership factors that you need to Uh, do that? That correlate with the do's and don'ts of dating? Okay, Okay.
1: I'm talking over you and I apologize. But yes, okay, so here's the thing. Um, It is your life and you are the only one who can live it. Your personal life is your business. And you have to be the leader of your company, your life. And if the CEO makes a decision, the CEO has to stand by it. Good, bad, wrong. You got to own it, right? So you want to sleep with someone the first night? Do you, boo? If that's your jam, I'm not going to pass judgment. But I would challenge and say, how is that really serving you in that relationship and what did it what effect did that have on you moving forward with that person? if it brought you closer together, if it unlocked a different level, if it maybe was like the fast pass into vulnerability and getting raw with them, cool. That's all really lovely, really good stuff in a relationship to have. If it was just self-serving and later you kind of felt a little used or that you used them or maybe that wasn't the best. Maybe there's some shame or guilt around it. Okay, then you already have your answer. I don't need to tell you. You already know. You already know. You're listening to this right now and you're playing back moments in your mind going, oh, that one. Whoop, shouldn't have done that. Yep, that didn't pan out well and I already knew that because I made a bad call or I did something that maybe I shouldn't have done on that date, whether it's even just saying something. It doesn't always have to be physical. It could be over-talking, over-sharing, going to a topic that's not appropriate yet in that construct of that relationship where it's at in that present moment. Um, There's a lot of factors. But I feel, to circle back to the do's and don'ts of dating, you have to get really clear with what you're looking for and what is the driver. If you're looking to marry because you want a house and you're thinking your partner is going to buy you that house, I don't know if that's going to be a sustainable life. Because once you have that house, you're still left with that partner. Now what? Where's the wellness in that relationship? If you're dating somebody, because you just are on a hunt and you want them to be that kill that goes up on that wall, that trophy, how is that going to affect them? And is that the type of integrity you want to have in the character out in the world? There's a lot of factors. At the end of the day, I'm not going to say do's and don'ts, only you know that. But what I would say is challenge yourself and really sit with yourself and say, what do I want and what is motivating me? I can tell you right now, I'm not looking for anyone to come in and fix, save me. I'm looking for someone to compliment, challenge, and... I mean, inspire me to be the best version of myself. And at the same time, I want to look at them and be in awe of them.
0: You bring up a very good point. And I think in a pre-production, I sent you something on Instagram. I don't know if you had a chance to look at this, but, uh, you know, if you'll permit me a moment here to, 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 to go on this, I don't want to say tangent, but on this little thing, I'm going to play a little clip right now and I, I want to get your reaction Oh, from no. This with, with, with regards to dating. Would you, would you permit yeah, me let's that? Yeah, let Let's okay, do this. Okay. okay well. Hang on one second here. You guys go out. Who usually pays for the dates? Do you even have to ask? So I'm assuming it would be him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a safe assumption. Unless you knew Stacy here. Yes. <laughs> Very confident, demanding. So she makes me pay for everything. Yes, you're right. Under what circumstances do you cover the bill? Never. Why is that?
1: Because I bring my value.
0: How do you bring your value?
1: By being myself. Okay. And entertaining this man.
0: Yeah, we're having a great time. How
1: do I bring my value?
0: What do you mean? (laughs) uh, If I get invited or if she gets invited, that's probably the difference, right? You know, if she invited me out and she said, I want to take care of you, then she'd probably pay for it. But I think when we go out and I've invited her, then we'll go out and I'll pay for it.
1: I mean, I wouldn't hang out with a guy that didn't pay.
0: Okay.
1: I just wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be attracted to a guy. It's not like it's all about money. Like, we have to have a great time. We have a good friendship. Inspire each other. Be there for each other. But there's a lot of people in the world. and
0: but You you want to be spoiled. You want to be taken care of. Absolutely,
1: because I bring my feminine energy to the table.
0: So, we saw that. For me, that's cringeworthy, and it also makes me upset as a man because we talk about ownership and the W in ownership means worth. Sure. So It's huge. So she's using her attractiveness and her looks as her worth to have this man pay for all of the dates and stuff like that. Is this what dating is supposed to be about?
1: No, but I mean, right there, that is so shallow. So her relationships are going to be shallow. She's placing her worth on something of aesthetics, which are temporary. Last time I checked, we can only fight the clock so much with aging. Even with plastic surgery, aesthetics, biohacking, fillers, injections, you name it. Creams, all of it. It only buys so much time. You never can beat the clock. We're all going to end up in the same place. So she's putting a value and all her value on her worth on something that is a subjective because beauty is subjective, totally. Someone might love the Kardashians, another might not find that attractive at all, okay? So beauty is completely subjective, first of all. Secondary, it's extremely shallow. Um, I would like to believe that she was not so eloquent in communicating what she actually meant, And she didn't mean for it to come off that shallow. I'd like to give her that grace, potentially. Um, But at the end of the day, everyone should know their worth. And I'll give you an example. I'll use myself. I'm a good example, okay? I cook dinner for my kids. I get them to school on time. I have a clean house. I have a roof over their heads. We are very conscientious of what goes into our mind, body, and soul here. I would not bring somebody into this environment or into my environment that didn't also have the same appreciation for those things. Doesn't make them bad. Doesn't make me superior. It also doesn't make me entitled. It just makes me aware of my lifestyle and where I'm at and what I expect and how I am currently living my life. It needs to match that. So worth is not a figurative amount, like a transactional, because of my degree, my jobs, my status, my debt, da, 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 this is the dollar amount of my worth. That's not what we're talking about. It's our character. If you called me, even with all my obligations, and said, "Allison, I need you, I'm in trouble, I would be there. You can bank on that, even if I was on the East Coast. I would figure out how to get there, or I'd find somebody who could be me until I could be me. That's worth. That's what I'm coming at the table with. You have your ride or die. You have your partner. You have your person that when it's a shitstorm, storm, because life brings it, that is a consistent, okay? The only thing that's constant is change. When change happens, I age. My looks are gone, Okay? When change happens, you or me, you lose all your money and you lose all your hair and we have no more Lambos in the garage, OK? I'm still there. We're still there. That's worth, OK? That's that's knowing the person's character, their soul, their grit, what makes them who they are, what they will bring to the partnership as a counterpartner. That is worth. It's not a line item, I have a bachelor's degree, I'm a homeowner, I've done this, I'm that, I'm an influencer, I look this way, I have this size breast, blah, 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 blah. Here's my dollar amount, match it in what you do for me. That's that's getting the message completely wrong, completely wrong, missing the mark completely.
0: You know, I felt, I felt bad Partly for the dude because he didn't recognize his own worth because he he uh, point. He, he seemed like an attractive guy and so he's 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 I don't want to say pandering but he's 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 finding himself that that he didn't see it in his, in his own self and going hey I'm he
1: was very gracious I thought yeah, he handled it, it actually yeah. very well where he didn't make her embarrassed he didn't bite and play into the interviewer yeah. um, I thought he handled it very well but I agree with you he did not acknowledge what he's bringing to the table either.
0: Yeah, it's true. And and, 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 and it, 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 uh, what, the thing was, is it, it, I felt bad that he felt like he was bringing just a monetary value because of <laughs> the attractiveness of this woman. But the, the, you could see where the interviewer was going with it. But again, this is one of the things that comes with dating. And this is what dating should not be. You should not be dating somebody because they're attractive. Yes, we want to find somebody that, that lights a fire in us and, and sparks us. Well, but-
1: actually, I think you should be attracted to him. But well, attraction I, 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 can also be mental attraction, how they talk. To you, how they treat you. There's a lot of yeah. Don't take what I'm saying wrong. I I
0: think you should have it. You should be attracted to your partner. There should be you physically should be. But 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 that should not be the entirety of what brought you together. No, that should be a small portion of the bigger pie. Which is they're a good person. They make me feel special. They're romantic. All this (laughs) other stuff. All this other stuff that makes up a whole person. Yes. Whereas in this situation the attractive quality was the bigger portion of the pie rather than, I mean, granted we're outsiders looking in and this is one question, but what I'm trying to say is that, is that sometimes dating can seem to be just like that. It's a, it's a tit for tat. What can, what can you do for me and not what I can do for you rather than what can we do for each other together? There
1: lies the problem. It's loss of partnership and true partnership And true partnership is not always 50-50. Sometimes one person has to do the lion's share or the heavy lifting in one area of life while the other balances out the other areas so that nothing gets dropped. It's like a juggling act. And sometimes I might have the balls in the air and then I'm going to toss one to you because I can only handle maybe two, not all three, and you're going to throw one back and sometimes you're going to take them. And it's that dance. Um, But ultimately, at the end of the day, when it comes to dating, you have to know what your driver is and why you're dating, what you're looking for, and get really clear on it and also realize your role in that. What is your role in that? If you're thinking you're gonna have, you know, I don't know, your Mr. Gray, like from 50 shades, you know, what what would make you his person? What does he need to fill whole? And supported in a relationship. And are you the appropriate person to do that and bring that? And can you even capably do that for that individual? And that's really what it comes down to is, you know, what is what is fair in these days and it's complicated it's it's convoluted there's gender roles there's masculine there's feminine there's like a war between the masculine and the feminine right now and you know people don't want to get married people don't want to have babies it's just it's it's all over the place but at the end of the day take ownership be an adult be vulnerable communicate your feelings be authentic and be transparent have clarity and be i guess just be fair be a human just be a kind human to somebody else. Don't string somebody on. Don't play play with them and don't use them. Don't use people.
0: Do not play games. That's the biggest one. Don't play games.
1: Yeah, no, there's no time for that. That's just wasted energy comes back to you karma wise too. That's no good. Nobody wants that. All right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Between matchmakers, apps, dating, the do's, the don'ts, the masculine, the feminine, the romance, oh the part that I'm living for every day. Um, you know, ugh, dating is it's a big one, but It is what it is. So, okay. Thank you, listeners. Thank you so much. Please connect with us on Instagram. Share this, subscribe, pass it to anyone who might be inspired by what they just heard or other episodes. And until we talk to you again in two weeks, what is one action step you can take today to take ownership over your life?
0: If you like today's episode, be sure to subscribe, share, and like. Don't forget to join our community by connecting with ownership at take-ownership.com. You can buy the book, become a show supporter, join our monthly soul boardroom, and engage in free strategy coaching sessions with Allison. You can find all of this and more at take-ownership.com.